Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. This is for you. This is for you and me. And who we see when we see each other. This is for all, this is for all the time you tried to find your sister or your brother. And you're not crazy anymore, you've been waiting at the door. And it's time to open. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. It is time to open that door, and it is time to flood into the light and let the light flood in. It is time to allow your mind to go to the next level. It is time for you to stand up and speak out. It is time for you to look at the people on the streets of your city that are sleeping under tents. It's time to actually recognize that they're not criminals or evil people or all schizophrenics or anything of that nature. It's time to understand that the banks have actually caused much of what we're seeing on the streets. Uh, I'm not always crazy about the politics in California, but one thing I like is our mayor, Mayor Eric Garcetti, and he has actually put together some very cool stuff for programs, and this isn't an easy thing to move. The populations on the street are growing by the thousands, seriously. You have no idea of how much this has to be recognized and turned around for what it really is, okay? Homelessness is rampant in California, and it's designed to be because the state is being run by uh, some elite criminals at this point, even to the point where a certain mayor went to Venezuela to see if he could get more people to flood the borders. Uh, If you're upset with Trump for, uh, quote, saying that the penalties will start on June 10th and that you will, they will be tariffed after that, people are throwing a fit about that. He's protecting you and he's asking Mexico to be responsible for being a channel or a pathway for this desecration of the state of California, okay? Uh, by the way, our current uh, governor is actually the um, nephew of Nancy Pelosi, and that's about all I'm going to say about her right now. The point being is that they are now absolutely going nuts because they're, they're, they're getting shut down all over the place. A while back, I think it was a year ago, maybe a little more, Trump sealed off a lot of their accounts and things like that. So they've been dumping um, their, their properties like at a garage sale. If you have a property that's worth a billion dollars and you sell it for $200 million, I'd call that a garage sale, uh, even though it might not occur for that issue. So things are happening just because you can't see them. For those of you and us and me and others that have been seeing the global currency reset coming, hey, it's coming. Just because it hasn't arrived on your door yet doesn't mean it isn't happening. Latest news in from Iraq is that the Iraqis have changed, uh, they've already exchanged their currencies in, in state, okay? So the Iraqi citizens will have little black cards, and their little black cards are loaded and they're humming right now. So there's millions of people in this particular thing. And so for those of you who have currency and you have a Zimbabwe note, get a hold of Anna Von Reich and get into her group. And you can find her on the Internet, A-N-N-A-V-O-N-R-E-I-C-H. Go to her website and and get yourself in a group, or otherwise you're not going to be able to cash that Zimbabwe currency. That Zimbabwe currency is for humanitarian efforts, okay? You're going to see an explosion of goodness on the state. You're going to see it all over the planet, because people all over the planet who have been designated to help create a difference and to create a future and to create dancing and singing and uh, everybody having shelter and food and that they're not being poisoned on a weekly, daily, minute-by-minute basis by, you know, GMOs, bad air, uh, a lot of BS, and by that, when I say BS, I actually mean blatantly stupid things that are put on the airwaves so that we people can be scared and that 
I hope that George Soros' son does not decide to carry on his tradition because that's really horrifying because George Soros is really behind a lot of this mischief. One of his favorite pastimes is taking over countries, and he's, I think we're the third or fourth that he's trying to take over. So out there, you who hate Trump or you who hate this or you who hate that, uh, you're being tricked for the most part. If you take a go on the Internet and start looking at the facts of what has been accomplished and who has accomplished it. By the way, um, Randy and Paul are here today, and I was talking to um, my friend Robert Weiss. And Robert Weiss, uh, I used to work in his real estate mortgage office years ago. He's a good friend, so he gets me special reports and stuff that I wouldn't be able to get otherwise. (laughs) But I was Mm -hmm. talking with him yesterday, and he was telling me that it's George Soros that actually has created the most of the mischief here in California. And what's that Cortez person? Mm-hmm. Do you remember her? How to say her name? I just have blocked it. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Cortez. Yeah, I'll look her up. The woman in Congress. Mm-hmm. With the donkey smile. <laughs> I actually, very funny cartoon of her Ocasio Cortez. Ocasio. Yeah, there you go. And 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 they put her head right next to the donkey, and it was so funny because it was like exactly the same look. Anyway, what he was telling me was that George Soros <laughs> actually collected a number of people, and she was one of them. And then they took them and trained them to answer. Uh-huh. That's why he's. They said if she's heard the question before, she actually might sound intelligent. But if she hasn't. She only has the education of something like 7th or 8th grade plus time in George Soros's Let's let's Screw Him Up School. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I guess, I don't know what's past the billionaire. Maybe he's a trillionaire. I don't know. But he actually does this. He actually did this in Russia. He did it in the South Pacific. He's done it all over the place. Uh, And he just smiles. If you watch his... He did a uh, ad, not an ad, well, kind of an ad. He did an interview in 60 Minutes a few years back. Go look for the George Soros 60 Minutes and then watch it and see a psychopath in action. Okay? You can see what he values and what he does, and then you can see when he smiles. And uh, this is what evil looks like. This is exactly what it looks like. Well, fortunately, um, the light is coming in like bug spray, and revealing everything, even Randy's walking away into the light. I mean, Randy, why don't you tell them about your possible journey? This, what, is it going to be this summer or a couple couple months? Yeah, it's uh, in August. Um, should be flying over to Monaco and considering living there. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, I'm ready for some changes. You know, my kids are grown now my youngest is 19 and um, we're looking at schools we actually we actually had been for the last year looking at schools for him in Norway which you know we are Norwegian and Swedish um, I realize that mainly oh cool mm-hmm. yeah so we have family over there and you know one of my closest friends is Norwegian and she just moved to Monaco this week which you know it's a two-hour flight to Norway from where she's at, but um, she said, come, and you're going to love it, and it's, it's, you know, I'm very social now. I get out all the time, and I'm going to places, and I'm meeting people, and it's just, it's it would be doing the same exact thing. You walk out the door. She just secured a, a five-bedroom uh, apartment there just yesterday, and um, she said, I want you guys to come over, and we'll show you everything. We're going to go all over Norway. We're going to go all over Monaco, a little bit of France. She has a home in France. And, um, you know, I may consider it. Why not? Really, why not? At least have some fun over there. A lot of people go over there for the film festival. I've Mm -hmm. thought of it. I've had friends going over there for years, and I'm telling you it's in the top five of my bucket list. Uh, (laughs) The point is, is that the light really is coming in. The buggers are showing up, and they're being identified as such. And uh, on the other side of this story, uh, who who hasn't quite got through all of this yet, we've got Paul, who's lost, like, three friends in the last, what, Paul, week, two weeks? Ooh, that's rough. Where is he? If he disappeared on us. No, no, I just keep getting dropouts online. 
uh, I had to try three times this morning to actually get on uh, the site. Well, I, well I, can, I can hear you fine now. Well, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're just letting um, people know that there's... Well, I, what I was thinking about this morning, Paul, actually, is that, that we were electric, electromagnetic and biochemical beings, okay? So in that, we actually have um, different issues. We... We also all have different frequencies, and we can also change our frequencies. We have a lot more that we can do without a, the fact that we've been drugged so much through food and air and water, and we've been told so many big, fat stories that seem reasonable. Our, our frequencies have been lower. Uh, what I was telling you actually this morning is is that we miss the people that go, but I keep wondering, Paul, if the, well, the people when they get to heaven if they don't just finally breathe a sigh of relief and say, good job, I'm glad I got that done. What do you think about that? Well, uh, you know, uh, the heavenly situation is sometimes very, very remote because we have to deal with things like plastic straws, plastics on the bottom of the oceans. I don't know if uh, uh, you got the news uh, or either one of you. Uh, about the severity of the plastic contamination of uh, the ocean floors, and that is a global yeah. situation. I saw the so, video on it actually, where the guy went down and he brought uh -huh. back. He was really amazed. It was incredibly deep level. Okay, that he was down. The trouble is now it's getting into the food chain. Okay. Because well, and the other other trouble, Paul, is is that for years they've had the solution. For years, there's a Japanese man that actually created a process in which you take all that plastic and turn it back, you reverse the process, and it becomes oil again. I don't think they want it because I don't think they want oil from plastic. I don't think that's become a, a, a public cry yet, but that's available. There's also stuff that actually makes it all adhere to each other. You don't have to pick up every individual piece. You just go out there with barges and just shovel the stuff on. It is bigger than Texas. I mean, it definitely has to be handled. After we get the border handled, the plastic has to be handled. But that's just part of everything getting cleaned up. That's part of a new team coming into planet Earth and saying, okay, we got a mess here, okay, let's get it cleaned up. And that's your humanitarian team. Those teams are in the, in the Zimbabwe currencies. That all of us are turning in project plans and things like that. And, one, and definitely that plastic is on my list. What's on my list, what, what, where my money is going, uh, is first of all, I'm creating a collective uh, of people, powerful women, and I, I'll tell you more about it, Randy, because you actually, you can do it for Monaco. In fact, we could have a, we could have one of our meetings in Monaco. I, Monaco. That would suffice. <laughs> <laughs> Monaco, <I'll>, Monaco. <laughs> I think of myself as a, as a citizen of of the United States or anything like that. I'm a California national. At the same time, I'm a, I am a member of the citizenry of the planet Earth, and we've got a hundred. We've got one million five hundred thousand people in the United States who will be funded in humanitarian currency. We've got Nessera coming in. I I think Paul. I think it may be by. Um, uh, I can't remember if it's August 1st or July 4th or something like that. Nessa is supposed to come in. That's going to give everybody uh, in the U.S. $2,500 uh, a month and a, a flat Who's pack. going to do that? Is it, you need to, if you've got your computer, Paul, look up N-E-S-A-R-A. Wow. It is a colossal scam. I can get I on you, Amazon now. And for $39, buy a $100 trillion piece of Zimbabwe currency right now. Hyperinflation is a mild term to express what's going on in Zimbabwe. The whole Zimbabwe currency business is a colossal scam. And I <laughs> wish the world would wake up to it, yourself included. Because oh, no, no. Uh, if you the get involved, I've already talked to your dear friend. It's going to be damaging. Okay, I won't Paul, say trust me. The information is out there, so stay away from Zimbabwe, please. <laughs> please stop this, please. 
your doubts are your doubts. You do not know about this. It is June the 8th. It's 723 in the evening before July the 4th. The humanitarians will be in effect. It's a, a project I've worked on for 13 years now, and my knowledge of what's happening in it is very deep, and I really want to appreciate you for what you're just saying. Val, it's not going to happen, okay? Mark my words. The global reset is already four months late. The global reset was supposed to happen in February, and then March, and then April. It hasn't happened. The reason it hasn't happened is that most recently, China and Russia have gotten in bed together to work their currencies separately from the global currency, which is the dollar. So the global reset hasn't happened. It's been diverted, and it was diverted even more severely within the last four days when Xi and Putin got together to work their currencies so they wouldn't have to rely on the dollar, which means that the Zimbabwe gets cut out completely, and Nasra can't even get involved. You know, it's pretty interesting having you talk like this because you were just as adamant about a year ago as that there was no such thing as a global currency reset and you knew, okay? You, you think you know stuff that you know a piece of, but you don't know all of it. And because you don't know all of it, I'm perfectly willing to have you say what you're saying. I don't buy well, it. Well, look, I'm knowledge, much more knowledge than you are, is a function of the quality of one's sources of information. Okay, so you have to examine the quality of the sources of information, the recency, the credibility behind that source, and How do you we, have we have different to a sources of information. Well, how do you and, do that? I, you know, I, I, you got will one more stand, on I will not stand corrected. My job is to express not necessarily an opinion, occasionally an opinion, but to reveal some of the realities that have nothing to do with opinions. In other words, objective realities. And the Zimbabwe currency is a colossal scam. You have 30 seconds. No, this is great. This is great back and forth. Best I, I will, I will so, treat you to a chop. What he's doing, Randy, is he's stirring up people's fears, okay? No, but and let, he doesn't let need to stir up people's fears. This is the light talking. I just opinion. muted him, okay? I, but unmute him. It's, it's great to have a differing opinion. It's interesting. It's it may be interesting, really interesting, but it's not true, okay? But we are on the verge of this. <laughs> Look, Randy, I have called so many people about this, and conversations like what Paul is putting out has freaked the crap out of them, okay? But so they have the courage, and they won't even turn it in. I'm the one that's been doing the work on this for 13 years. I'm the okay, one. Okay, but let's hear him. It's interesting to hear another side. I'm liking the, I, I'm smart enough to decide. Sorry, my show, I just muted him. And if he calms down, I will put him back on again if he changes subjects. Because I but really want him to talk about the loss of his friends and stuff. It's interesting, but it's not true. So why do you want to be... Paul, don't go anywhere. Stay on, because I'd like to hear the rest of... What I don't, I, he's not coming about. back on if he keeps talking about this. He can come back on and he can talk about his friends. All right, well, he's I'm a man so that a year ago swore up and down that he knew all over the place that there was no such thing as a global currency reset. Now all of a sudden he's an expert on how it doesn't happen. Okay? Well, let's hear I'm not him. impressed with that. Don't mute. Why are you muting a guest that we, we can he's hear? He's not a guest. He's a person okay. that won't be interrupted, won't stop when I ask him to. He's not a guest. Well, I want. It was interesting. It, that's going to yes, the ratings said, up. it was interesting. <laughs> I'm telling you that radio. I'm responsible for what's on the air, and what's on okay. the air today is supposed to be about people getting their getting ready for their reset and having it happen. And he's by him going on the way he's going on, he will affect certain people who, because his voice is so fabulous and he's so intelligent. So yeah, actually, we, I want to hear him. I, well, then talk to him in the green room afterwards, okay? Mm. If he sticks around. Seriously, Randy, you can't poison the water, and he's poisoning the water. No, it's he's giving a differing opinion, and it's interesting to hear his opinion. That's why we have guests. We don't always agree. You're the he first is one not to say a it. guest. Okay, whatever you want to call him, it was great to hear a differing opinion, and it was nice. 
See, here's the thing. Here's the issue, Randy. You don't believe it either. But it's good to hear someone other than you on it. And oh, he, this, well, I'm the it. one that pays for this program. I'm the one that gets the sponsors. I'm the one that has called 100 people and gotten them into currencies. And if this conversation stops, what are the people I got into currencies from being a humanitarian? You better believe I'll put my hand over his mouth. Watch okay, me. we'll let him back on to talk about his friends. Why don't you unmute him and see if he's willing to talk about his friends? I don't think that already happened. And by the way, I had this conversation so he could hear, and then he could come back on. Hang on. Paul, are you there? No, I'm unmuting him. No, he's not here. And I'm fine with it. Randy, you don't believe either, and that's been an issue from the very beginning, okay? It's been very hard. I can do, I can do one person not believing. But when somebody else gets in and starts throwing mud in the water all over the place, when I actually know that people have been paid, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. There's been years of discussion on whether this thing is valuable or not valuable or whatever. And uh, <laughs> by the way, you've handled certain things. I know you don't buy it either. Because you don't buy it either and you think his argument is interesting. So What? It's not what's happening. I'm the person that nailed my front door closed because illegal people were coming after me and telling me they had rights to my house. They don't. So I took a hammer and I put two big fat nails while you were having fun with your crew, which sounds great. I was putting you, nails. You muted I, me. You just muted me. I had to. I had to go out and come back in. I didn't so. mute you. Yeah, it said muted in my ear, so... I didn't do it. There's no mute on you. Well, I don't think you unmuted Paul. You muted me. No, I didn't. You're there, and you've been there the whole time. Paul's gone. I'm just telling and you, whispered no in my ear, you. muted. You, I got muted. I so. believe you, but it wasn't me. Okay. Well, I so don't I know what you just said, because I had, had to have... My hands on the, on the thing to mute anybody at this point. After I unmuted him, I'm holding the telephone with both hands. Okay. This is what Paul, I'm dealing with. Pardon? I'm checking to see if Paul's there. He's not there. I'm telling you, I'm looking at the control panel. I mean, if a guest is going to come on and they're going to speak their opinion. Not a guest. Dang it. Okay. Any speaker comes on and they give their opinion and you mute them, why would a minute to finish, and I gave him a 30-second warning, and he kept going, and I muted him. I did exactly what I said I was going to do. I didn't just cut him off. I gave him a minute to, to finish off what he was saying because he's doing damage, whether you know it or not. People that go around not believing that the sun is shining because they have fog in front of them, those, there's still a sun out there, even if you're going to be busy being fog, Okay. If you realize that you, too, could go to uh, Monaco and do whatever you wanted to do, and you wouldn't have to just go with your friends, you could go over and buy your own house and do that kind of stuff and do humanitarian work in one of the most beautiful places in the world, you would do it, and you will do it, because you're a very generous, kind person, and you have a lot of community projects, and you don't believe this thing. Do you? Am I mistaken? Uh, I mean, I've been hearing about it for over eight years. And, oh, and you've been hearing about it a lot longer go. than that. Do you dates believe it? come and the dates go, and they always have an excuse that's illogical for the most part. And what, do you, what is the most illogical excuse that you recently heard? I don't know. They, uh, I, I don't even, I don't store those things in my mind because I, I just dismiss <laughs> it. I just dismiss by the it. way, the original title of this show is Electromagnetic uh, uh, and Biochemical. As a, as a nation, as a world, we have been being manipulated every day. I actually spent 30 days, in that's a lie, I spent 29 days inside of a machine called a megasphere getting cleared, so to speak. That's what lets me put nails in my front door when the people are trying to get in my house. That's what lets me uh, do a number of things that I do. I take risks all the time because I actually feel safe and trusted and I feel as though I'm on a sacred mission. And I'm sorry that you missed Jesus being here last week because that was very powerful too. And he's one of my friends, okay? 
uh, you may want to just listen to last week's recording and see who was actually here. It was really unfortunate. Uh, Randy was supposed to be with us, and <laughs> God, her her phone got taken by uh, by somebody <laughs> in, in the car unintentionally, and so she couldn't be here with us. So you missed one of the the big conversations. Randy, it's all happening. And Paul, I gave Paul five minutes of that. Okay. I didn't just no, he off. got he got seconds. But here's the thing: when the date comes and goes, what are you going to say this time? Because now you muted a speaker, whatever you want to call him. You muted somebody who was giving an opposing opinion, and his may have been right. So if that date comes and goes, July fourth so or whatever, <laughs> then what? I don't understand what's been going on. You hear you hear that a date didn't get met. You don't even know why why Trump probably was in England, do you? I, you know, here's the thing. I hear about, oh, you, you got to get an 800 number. You have to change your voicemail. It has to say your name. I mean, I don't have to tell anybody my name on my voicemail. I didn't you know? say it had to have your name on it. I said it had to have your voice on it. I said well, that what they're doing is that they aren't leaving why numbers. Why do they even have to have that? If somebody wants an answering machine... It has nothing to do with that, Randy. It has to do with the fact... They don't want to leave information on robots because they don't know for sure who the robots are. It doesn't have to. We don't know who for sure they are. I mean, come on. Come on. They co- Everyone, there's going to be 800 <laughs> numbers given to people. I mean, I'm, am I the next one muted? I mean, I could be. It's, yeah, it's, you'll uh, never get muted. I can handle one of you. <laughs> is, is there going to be 800 numbers? Uh, some people are already getting paid. Some people already have it. Oh, but it has to be super secret. Why? If I'm going to spend billions of dollars, I'm going to be loud about it. I'm going to I'm going to shout to the world. I'm going to save people. Not I'm doing gonna... that. You're be- you don't understand that every time that the first time you know the first time this was supposed to get paid out, Randy. <laughs> Been hearing about it for eight years. I don't know. Okay, rem- no. The first time this was supposed to be paid out was when the twin towers were bombed. That day. Yeah, see, that's the thing. They'll take any any excuse of something going on in the world and go, oh, well, well that's why we're not doing it again now. Oh, well, Who are they? everything is an excuse, and whoever they are, I mean, come on. <laughs> so who are they? Yeah, who is this? These, these people well, that tell you, if I give you a billion dollars, it's got to be in secret, and you have to be quiet. Right. What? What was Trump's promise when he came into office? And what did he, he say? He had a laundry list of promises. We a laundry list. No, he didn't did say, he that. say that. What he said was he was going to drain the swamp. And that's exactly what's happening. The swamp is being drained. They're making idiots of themselves. They're trying to force people over the border. The reason they're so big on the border here in California is, bless their hearts, they they run the people up through um, Mexico, by the way. Uh, they uh, actually, they've DNA tested a lot of the, quote, children. They're not children. Uh, I, I've seen evidence of George Soros' teams paying them $1,500 apiece. Do you have any idea what $1,500 is, Randy, to somebody that's living on, you know, 50 cents a day? They're being paid to come over the border. Then they get to go up to San Francisco, okay? And in San Francisco, they get to take driver, they get to get a driver's license. And then in San Francisco, they get to vote as American citizens in our elections. And they don't even speak English or have any idea of who, who or what it is. But in San Francisco, you don't need anything other than a driver's license to vote in the California uh, elections. Okay? All over the streets of San Francisco, there's people poop. There's a people poop map, map actually, that you can look it up, except I think they call it, they, I think it's done with a SH part first. And on there, you can find that San Francisco, the heart, the place where everybody left their heart, has now had poop on 99% of their streets, human poop. Uh, I go out all the time, and I talk to the homeless. I've, I talk to them two or three times already this year. I check with them to find out who's what and what's going on. 70% of our homeless are all ex-homeowners or dwellers. There isn't a national wage that pays for them. 
my roommate got all upset because he said he doesn't understand why they weren't willing to work 80 hours a week because he does. That's what he does to pay his bills, 80 hours a week, okay? All of this stuff has been constructed by the banks, and the banks are being taken down as we speak. By the time the market hits, uh, on Deutsche Bank, I've heard, hits 6.4, and I believe is when the uh, RV will become public. We've already replaced the dollar with gold, even though, and we have a gold-backed dollar, but they're not even announcing that yet. There's all kinds of changes that have been going on, including something that I heard recently from Sherry and then Ernie the Electrician was the reason that Trump was in um, in London, was making a deal with the Queen to let go of the America, and that we're actually a republic for the first time, that the Queen is actually the largest landholder in the world, and um, a deal was made with them, and Trump's very pleased with that deal. It's, a, it's about creating exchange between the countries. But why he's really pleased about it is because we're now a republic, an actual republic again, according to the rumors. So I listen to a lot of rumors, and then I see which ones actually start to manifest, and I listen to people talk. Now, you can have all of that doubt. I think it's great. I just wasn't ready to give doubt to two people on the same radio program. Uh, anytime you can disagree with me, you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wanted to hear him. I mean, I got I like... it. You wanted to be reinforced in what you already believe. I you wanted actually... to hear someone that had the same belief instead of the same show I've heard for eight years. Andy, I, I pay for this somebody. radio show, and I'm not That's saying that great, I'm better than you. I'm paying for it to make sure that the information gets to 600,000 people. And if two people get on the show and try to discredit what I've been working 13 years on, you better believe if they, I let him talk and I gave him a warning and then I shut him down. Now, I can do one of you. I cannot do two of you because you at least will listen. Paul <laughs> will just go on. Uh, we've probably got good ratings. <laughs> I be <laughs> I'm sure. And I don't but I want him back on. I want to, I want to let a guy finish his sentence. I wasn't let, willing to let him take over the house. Just like I wasn't willing to let the sheriff in, just like I wasn't, just like I nailed the door shut. I nailed the door shut on him because he was he was basically doing a mutiny on the show of something that I've been working on and paying for for thirteen years. Okay, you don't well, get to I mutiny you, my ship. Yeah. You do not get to mutiny my ship. He was interesting, very, very good. Go down in the hold and talk to him anytime you want. You've got his number. And, as I said, he could have stuck around and you could have talked during the green room, which is what I asked for. I said, have yeah, but he called in late. In the green room. If somebody comes in and grabs the steering wheel or the ship's wheel and says, I'm going to take it off over here because this is all... Da, 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 da. No, you're not. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? <laughs> well, it's, you know, conflict sells, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, who's the producer of Waking Up in America, Mike? I believe it's me. <laughs> okay, Miss. Actually, I'm the one that pays your wage. So, um, what would I be called? Well, you'd be called the uh, the chief the chief uh, person. So, who ends up with the last word? Well, that's you. Exactly. Now, I don't mind discussion, but I do not accept mutiny. By the way, we were talking about uh, homelessness and things like that in California because you've got such wonderful things going on. Um, there was, I don't know if you were aware of it, $2 billion uh, to help the California homelessness is not being spent, and no one knows when it will be. Did you know that? I guess like well, I don't know ago, about the that. lawmakers... <clears throat> this governor of ours got something like $3 billion to build that railway that nobody needed. Yeah. And I thought it was supposed to be shifted over. He won't, he won't give it back. Uh, well, that's the, uh, yeah, these people are just, they lock them up, lock them up, take everything they got. By the way, the homelessness, according to the stats, in December of last year, 2018, um, California and New York had the highest of the, they're the two most populous uh, states in the whole country um, with the homelessness and it was at about uh, 69% then 
I can imagine <clears throat> we're now six months later what it is now. Well, I'll tell you, uh, it breaks my heart. It, what happens is when you go down into in the San Fernando Valley now, and if you go down at sun, right around sunset, just before sunset, like maybe 6.30 or 7, you can see mm-hmm. them starting. It makes me cry, Randy. You can I'm see sure. them pick up their, their, to put up their tents. And here's one of the worst parts. A practice, almost 25% of homeless veterans are in California. It's so it's it's over sixty three thousand homeless vets across our country, and twenty five percent of them are in California. The highest percentage of any state. I mean, why? I mean, there's a reason for that. California is warm. Um, you know, you're not going to go to Minnesota if you're a homeless vet. You're going to do your best to get to California, Florida, some someplace warm. Yeah, but, it's even been warm lately. Mm-hmm. It just it, so, it hasn't been, and you see them put up their tents at night. I I've, I've talked to them think, twice here under the bridge, uh, the four hundred five or the Venture Freeway. I've taken them food and just had a conversation. Whenever we have a party and we have food left over, we go take it to the homeless. I actually one of the women that I had talked to, Randy, she, mm-hmm. her her father actually was a head tech, not a technician, one of the head designers at like Lockheed, mm-hmm. and. She lost her home in like 1995, and she's been on the streets ever since. She's got no front teeth. There's, she's one of the most intelligent people that you ever talk to. But now she's to the point where you know they'll like borrow bicycles and stuff like that, and then leave them in different places just so they can get around because the police are breaking up the encampments, and mm. they don't know where to go. And they wonder if he got one of those bikes from my son because he had his stolen when he was in. Uh, he had to fly into San Francisco, and or no, he drove into. I apologize. Drove into San Francisco, parked in a, a secured parking garage. Security cameras everywhere. Blah blah blah. That means nothing because he had a three thousand dollar bike stolen. They broke all of his locks, and it was. They have the whole thing on video. And somebody rode off into the sunset. Nice, clean-cut-looking person. So I'm sure one of those borrowed bikes belongs to yeah. my son. Well, one of the things that is kind of cool that's here that started up about a year ago, are they've got these motor scooters. Have you seen any of those? Yeah, or is there any of those? Over here now. We have it yeah, here. Well, they're, well, yeah, well, they even got a little motor scooter lane, so they're trying to cut down traffic. Traffic is mm-hmm. miserable, just absolutely miserable. We're gridlocked all the time. Uh, I, I took a trip to pick up something in Santa Monica, and then it turned out it was in Century City. It took me 30 minutes to get to Santa Monica, and then it took me an hour and a half to get mm, probably 10 more miles in the traffic. And then I had to come back. Mm-hmm. So we're being exhausted on all levels here. Uh, and there's just so much illegality going on. I mean, even when you look at all the automobiles and things like that, if you take a close look at the automobiles, they're like little go-karts that are punched together. I caught the the rear fender of my um, of my Ford Fusion on uh, when I was sliding down the hill, <laughs> that thing where I slid down the hill in the rain. Uh, and when we went to get it off, off there, it flipped up the entire back end, and then I saw how the car was assembled. It's it's assembled by punching together little pieces, and then there's like a lock piece in there. And if that lock piece goes, the entire side of the car goes. So instead of having a $50 repair or a $100 repair or something like that, because this was just like a little thing that was not bigger than half an inch, it flipped up the whole back and turned it into a $2,500 repair. So everything is designed for us to actually have to keep paying. For instance, I don't know if it's true in Florida or uh, or where you are, Mike, in Albuquerque, but one of the things that's going on is those cement pieces that are in front of cars when you pull into a parking place. Mm-hmm. There's no clearance oh. to speak of, okay? So mm-hmm. what happens is parking if your car's tires are low or something of that nature, you can pull the front end out of your car uh, on a parking place thing. And I honestly, exactly. And I honestly believe they do it on purpose. It'd be so easy, inch more clearance, but then it will cut down on the bills. And then the Mazda, you remember the Mazda? Okay, the Mazdas actually had Wonkel engines in them. 
do you know what that is? A Wonkel engine? No. No. Okay, the Wonkel engines, are, they have no moving parts except like one, and they've got, um, it's, a, it's a cylinder that split, uh, spins. They were originally put into motorcycles like in the 1950s or 60s or something like that. I don't remember the exact year. You don't see any of them around anymore. Do you know why? No, why? <laughs> they never needed repairs, mechanical repairs. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they leased them. So what they did was they took all of these fabulous little cars, and I, I don't know, some of them may have been electric too. Uh, what do you think they did with them? Don't know. Ground them up. Mm-hmm put them in grinders and ground them up and destroyed every one of them. If one of those is still out here, it's probably worth $100 million at this point. If one of them managed to escape. They what came in... I think it was a, a Mazda with a Wonkel engine. And I could be incorrect because it's been a number of years now, but one of the people that's been on Waking Up in America, uh, uh, I, an actor whose name I can't think... I don't think it was Mike Farrell, but it could have been. Uh, had one of those cars. Because there's a, a couple of really cool actors that used to be with Dennis Weaver's group had one of those cars. And he, they picketed, they fought, they tried to buy it, they tried to sue, they tried everything to, to maintain that car. And there may be one where the engine got it out of it in a museum. But they pretty much destroyed it because it, had, it would have destroyed, quotes, the mechanical business. Okay, in Japan, I believe it's Japan or some part of China, they actually have hovercraft, and I've seen them in action, and you want to take a look at those. Those don't even have tires and stuff like that, and they float above the ground. <laughs> There's just all kinds of opportunities. They've got us landlocked in the streets, burning gasoline, being miserable uh, in cars that need to be repaired, and by the way, folks, what do you think they do with their cars when they want to keep the market up? And they haven't sold all the cars, especially in this economy. What do you think they do? What? Grind them up. Mm. Okay. And then I was talking to one of my mechanic friends, and he goes, don't ever buy a Tesla. I said, why? They sound pretty great. And he goes, they can't be, they can't be turned into anything, he said. I thought it was a really interesting argument, Okay. Uh, Tom's the guy that fix, is very clever and he fixes things. And he said, if you've got a dead Tesla, you've got a dead Tesla. You can't put, it can't become anything else. And by the way, Tesla is uh, being operated by our dear friend who sent the car into outer space. And that car that went into outer space, that's another conversation because then we talk about uh, 5D, which he also wants to get into outer space. I'm intentionally not naming names here, but I think you know who I'm talking about, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Give us initials. The, uh, you don't know who sent uh, a car into outer space towards Mars? Oh. Is that Branson? No. Musk? I don't know. Who sent you know, a Musk? car into outer space? Yes. A outer. car. <clears throat> you actually said the right name. I didn't oh, say it. Okay. You did. Why can't you mention it? Because I'm tired of getting nailed for everything. That's why. Okay. And I don't want to do anything that anybody can actually say, you said this about me. I didn't. Hmm. I said I pointed you in a direction. That okay. guy is the one that wants to put all the 5G satellites in space. What do we know about 5G satellites, Mike? And what do we know about 5G satellites, Randy? Not good for your health. Yeah, do you know yeah. why? No. They're at, the frequency of 5G actually disturbs the water molecules in your body, and it's a slow death. Now, mind you, there is actually stuff you can buy at this point and things, because you've got to know that if they're going to do it, they've got, they know they have to protect themselves. That's how my mind goes. Okay, how are these buggers protecting themselves? And so then I do some research on that. There are different things that are available. I haven't taken them on yet. I've been busy with other things. But the point being is, I'm going to say three-quarters of the administration knows that this is an evil thing, but the reason they're doing 5 5G is because it's faster. It's 
all about them. It isn't about you. It's pretend that you're a quality steer or a great horse. And by the way, some over 30 horses have been killed down on the Santa Anita track in California this year. Wouldn't you think they, like, close the track or do something? What they're doing is they're feeding the horses chlorinated water, which weakens their bones, and they change the turf, and we've had over 30 horses in Santa Anita go down this year and be killed. And they're not stopping. It doesn't seem to matter what anybody says. There's whole groups. Stop killing the horses in Santa Anita. No, we don't want it. We're making too much money. This is the kind of stuff that we have to face up to. And by the way... Yeah... Go ahead. I was just going to see E L as the uh, E M is <laughs> it's the initials. Okay, is that enough? Uh, e M, yeah, good enough. Yeah, okay. Picked it anyway. So, well, the point being is, is that a lot of things are not being good done for our goodwill. And the point being is, if you, I think you actually would be in a little bit different situation. Mike, why don't you fill her in on David Rudot? Do you remember last week enough to do that? Our Jesus visitor? Uh, yeah, he was here, but what was he? Real, what was his point of emphasis, what he wanted to talk about? I don't remember. Well, it was basically that, that the light is here and that Christ is here and that we're, we're moving forward into the light. The point being is, is that we're emerging from something, Randy, we, we're not drowning in it anymore, and your invitation to to visit that fabulous place in France, uh, it's just, just part outside, of it. Just outside, yeah. It's, it's actually just, its own city, country, city, state, whatever you want to call it. Um, it takes less than an hour to walk from one end to the other, but yeah, it borders on France. Yeah, I follow... Right on the Mediterranean, it's beautiful. Of Princess Grace, okay, of Grace Kelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just loved Grace Kelly, and I could certainly see why the prince fell in love with her, and then I saw the marriage, I watched the marriage on television and all that kind of stuff. And uh, she brought some grace to to Monaco that ha- hadn't been there before. Uh, mm-hmm. And he really, 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 really loved her. And he was used to being a man who, whatever he asked for, you had to do it right now. And, and she brought him a, some qualities, and she stayed with him. And when she had her stroke and died in that car accident, it was, like, so tragic. Because in a way, it, it, it was like his heart was broken. And, and, and you could get it because they were, she was such a beautiful human being. Uh, did you ever get to see her in a movie, either of you? Uh, I don't know if I ever did. I've seen pictures for sure. Yeah, well, you, you, you would notice the presence. Yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia story would be one. Um, Country Girl would be another one. Uh, I, I believe she won an Oscar for one of those. Uh, she was just one of the most beautiful people in Hollywood. And now we've got Hollywood people acting like idiots, um, a lot of them being picked up on pedophilia charges and things of that nature, uh, using the Oscars, as not this year so much, but the year before, as a political platform. Uh, things got just all mixed up and confused, and they're getting sorted out. And really things are going on and the problem is when stuff is so bad part of the problem Randy to address earlier what happens is if you're trying to put together a puzzle that involves 209 countries and then people fighting against it in all of those countries Mm -hmm. they keep thinking they've got it handled and then something else happens Uh, at this point there's no stopping it The, the, the reset is actually part of the second coming of Christ and that's part of what he was talking about last week that the transformation of the earth is happening. And I'm just not willing to give the skepticism a lot of airtime. I was willing to give him five minutes. I gave him five minutes on the subject. I don't need any more. Mm-hmm. Uh, because where I'm headed with, with friends and family, and by the way, I consider listeners friends, uh, where I'm headed into... Uh, I have a vision of the world that has kind of like Coke music in it, but not Coke. And Mm -hmm. I want to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. I don't want to teach them to sing in perfect harmony. I want us to allow ourselves to sing in harmony. You don't have to be taught what harmony is. You just have to be reminded of it, okay? I saw Pavarotti's story this this last week. Oh, my God. 
everybody go see Pavarotti, like no kidding. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an extraordinary life. Some people might judge that he made mistakes, but his whole life w- was about being the best that he could be, and he's, uh, I think he's the tenor that hit high C most often. Uh, his life was he was always being killed. <laughs> always dying, and um, he was always dying at the end of the, the series, stuff of that nature. What, what I can tell you, but definitely, if you want to see the possibilities of who you can be in the world, he actually died. When he died, he actually was, his joy in life was seeing how he could help others. And instead of us worrying about what we're going to have to pay for and all that kind of uh, see, he's telling me, this, this Mike, you don't hear him. This is the kind of talking I get to. Mike's telling me, and you can't hear him on the radio, how much time I have left. Okay? We hear him. <laughs> you can hear him, okay? Yep. And this is what life is like. Sometimes you have to listen to that voice as an authority that's invisible. And what we want to do right now, because uh, we've had a lot of excitement going on today, it's just let you know that Kirkhart Intergalactic Media has had a myriad of brilliant people on it. Um, the website is being worked on. Uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff going on. It's, if you go over to Waking Up in America right now, you'll uh, see that it's somewhat out of date. If you go to Waking Up in America in two weeks, you're going to see uh, you're going to see that it's all there. We've had incredible people. As I said, go to Anna Von Wrights and sign up. If you have any Zimbabwe currency, because I'm not doing it anymore. I've already got a full group. Uh, by the way, you guys, I'm part owner in two radio stations because of this currency. So I think that has some weight. So thank you to all of the great people from the past that have been here and to all of the great people that will be here in the future. Uh, I wish Ken Doss had been able to make it on this morning because he's actually got an administrative way to take care of a lot of issues that you've suffered from. So if you've lost a house or a home or an apartment or anything of that nature, I want you to know there's help on the way, okay? We love you, and we're here for you, and we're going to make it happen. Take care. God bless. And you're not crazy anymore. Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all you knew, pouring through, now your heart is open.